uh, the world of hedge funds, including one hedge fund forecast to gain 50% this year. Sounds like they made a bet. And uh, it's paying off for them. Hema Parmar with us, as I mentioned, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Nice to have you here with us. Thank you. So which is this hedge fund? Let's start there. making a bet and it seems like it's really paying off big time. Yes, they are, the fund is called Yi Hang Capital. They are up 50% this year through July. That makes them one of the best performing Asia focused funds. Um, certainly up there 50% is quite an astounding number. Um, the fund runs about $500 million and they invest in Chinese stocks. And part of the reason they're doing so well is because two of the stocks that they're in rallied more than 100% this year. So that's Tal Education and China Lodging Group. Tal is a tutoring service. The stock rose 150% this year. And no surprise, this is a stock that's attracted a lot of hedge fund interest. About 11% of the company is owned by hedge funds as of June 30th, including Chase Coleman's Tiger Global and uh, Steve Cohen's family office, Point Seventy Two, And the other stock, uh, China Lodging, is a motel chain. That stock is up 106% this year. Uh, its second quarter earnings had beat estimates, and it bought up another um, hotel operator, and that adds a number of boutique uh, hotels to its chain. So these are two of the stocks that did very well, and they seem to be two of the bigger positions that this hedge fund held. Tell us about this hedge fund, Yahang Capital. I mean, we're, they're based in San Francisco, right? They're based in San Francisco, uh, Asia-focused, um, they they do have an office in Beijing as well. Managed about five hundred million, up six point four percent in July. Uh, so it is a smaller fund when we look at the grand scheme of hedge funds. Right. And Asia focused funds in, in general have been doing well. They're up about twelve percent this year. China specifically, China focused funds up eighteen percent this year. But still, that fifty percent number does does outpace their their, their peers. Certainly makes you stop and take notice. Uh, th- that does. fund though was founded back, uh, kind of at the the the. I feel like the peak of the financial crisis or just after the peak of the financial crisis back mm-hmm. in October 8. What's been their their returns? Do we have any idea in terms of how this fund has been doing? Uh, this year is up 50%. Up this year, yes. but prior to this? Uh, prior to that, we don't have um, a lot of historical performance for them. Um, in general, China funds had struggled okay. um, in the past. Actually, 8%. We had 8% for last year, so 2016. Okay. Um, but before the, before then, we, we don't. Um, but in general, China funds had struggled for a few years and then made a rebound uh, this year. I like this next story. Let's mm-hmm. uh, switch gears a little bit because I feel like so many people keep coming into our Bloomberg uh, studios and saying emerging markets, emerging markets, yes. emerging markets, <laughs> which have outperformed developed markets this yes. year. If you take a look at the MSCI uh indices as one way of measuring uh, the difference in terms of performance. Man Group, though, is planning some EM uh, exposure. What specifically? So Man Group's fund of hedge fund unit, they manage $16 billion. They invest in about 100 hedge funds, and they're really looking at emerging markets. That's where they're most actively seeking opportunities right now. Um, They think that there's been a number of political and economic changes that have occurred, especially in Latin America, Mm -hmm. think Argentina and Brazil, and also in Asia. And so they think that these events have prompted these big swings in in the markets and emerging markets, and that provides a lot more opportunities for uh, for traders to then focus on. Why would you do a fund of a funds? Because aren't you paying like double fees? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I mean, is their performance that good <laughs> that it's worth um, you know considering their uh, them as an investment? Um, well, I mean, because they invest in so many funds, they have a hundred hedge funds sort of on their platform, yeah. and then their sort of fund of hedge funds unit will then like. 
work with clients to develop, you know, portfolios that they would then seek. But you're right, you know, fund of hedge funds have been under a lot of pressure. You do yeah. pay double fees. Um, so certainly you would go to some place where you hope that you're getting an advantage for the manager's selection. Emerging markets, you can play it so many different ways. Hema, um, dig a little bit more deeper into, if you can, uh, their EM strategy. Uh, at Man Group? Yeah. Yes. What they like. Yeah, so um, they think that um, part of the reason why they are focusing so much on emerging markets is because they see that there's been a lot of changes in these. Oh, you said the regions. political changes too. Yeah, and also the a lot more advancement in terms of the asset classes that are there to trade mm-hmm. and the liquidity that's now available, and they're seeing a lot more quant managers come into that space. And one of the things that they like is is what um, the gentleman that I interviewed, uh, Osvaldo Canavosio, calls emerging squared, and that's emerging managers. In emerging markets. Emerging man, what does that mean? So those are emerging <laughs> managers are early stage hedge fund managers okay. that play in emerging markets. So that will focus on Latin America, or Asia, and so what he says is that you know you get the benefit of the increased tradable opportunities and more divergence in um, stocks in, in those, that area to play in. But then if you cross that with um, the benefit of early stage managers, which, which he says tend to be motivated in terms of deploying risk finding opportunities, that might be uh, you know, a fun sweet space. How much money are they looking to maybe allocate to this strategy? Yeah, it seems like they're still sort of looking and exploring. They haven't quite determined how much they want to move into, into EM, but there does seem to be an area where they are looking most actively. Um, they also like quants. They also like fixed income relative value. What, where do they have their biggest exposure? Do we have any idea? We, we don't know. Are they know. kind of all over the place? They, they're, they're massive. The firm as a whole manages um, $89 billion. They're the world's largest publicly traded hedge fund. So they have a, a lot of sort of breadth. Um, and then this specific unit manages $16 billion, which is still still a fair bit. What's but they are fairly active in quants, too. Fairly active. Uh, performance kind of that we see from the man group? She's, she's shaking her head. <laughs> Put you on the spot there. Uh, but interesting. And, and yeah. like I said, uh, that emerging markets, I, I feel like, you know, I was wondering if it was getting to be a bit of a crowded trade, but I, I still think that there's a lot of folks that see opportunity, especially when you're looking at some of the uh, valuations and some of the developed markets. Exactly. And what's interesting is that, you know, investors added $800 million to emerging markets yeah. in the second quarter after pulling back for about seven quarters. All right. So interesting to see these trends. Hema, thank you. Thank Thank you. Pleasure. Hema Parmar, she's our hedge fund reporter at Bloomberg Brief, joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Coming up, everybody, check on uh, your top business stories. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.